Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. This is the obituary. This is the eulogy for iTunes. So sad. Is it sad? I don't know if it's sad or not. Time marches on. Yeah. You've got to do something else. 2019 Apple Worldwide Developers Conference stated, iTunes is dead. Class is it. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Do you have iTunes no. on that thing? You don't? No. You didn't download it? No. So you're the one in the entire United States. Uh, yes. iTunes is now dead. What do you mean dead? Effectively dead. It was announced at the 2019 Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, which began on June 3rd that it's dead they're gonna make all the people everybody everybody who uses itunes is now supposed to be moved to apple music uh oh right which is a streaming service uh-huh so i when i heard this i thought to myself do i have to rebuy all of my music oh no again because if you remember i had all my music on vinyl yeah and then i had to buy cassette tapes because i couldn't play a record in my car right and then i went to uh cds and then i had to go to digital and then i started buying it from itunes and now do i Seriously, do I have to rebuy my music? Oh my gosh. Again? How many times have we bought the same record? Well, according to Apple Music, no. They're going to try and make the change from this this iTunes thing yeah. over to this streaming thing called Apple Music. And what I have for you is the announcement, what's going to happen, how it's going to handle you, and also a neat little discussion on how iTunes changed music. Some people think for the better, some people think for the worse. So that's what we're going to do. We need music to play. So what I did is I went to the iTunes 2019 rock chart. Oh yeah. Why not? And in no particular order. This you know, is the last chart, right? Uh, well, maybe. For iTunes, right? <laughs> it may be. Disturbed is up high. Sound of silence. Why not? Let's play it. Sounds like this on Rock School. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. Left it seems while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence 
Once again, this is the obituary. This is the eulogy for iTunes. So sad. Is it sad? I don't know if it's sad or not. Time marches on. Yeah. You've got to do something else. 2019 Apple Worldwide Developers Conference stated iTunes is dead. Everybody's got to go to Apple Music. Okay, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. Here's what it means. This is directly from Apple. Number one, iTunes will continue to work for the time being and also will work on Windows and lower operating systems. Okay. Macintosh lower operating systems. Uh-huh. Okay, what does that mean? No idea. There's apparently a new operating system for Macintosh computers coming out that's going to be called Catalina and it simply will not support the app. If you upgrade or you buy a computer with Catalina on it, iTunes is not available to you, period. Oh my. Go to Apple Music. Uh, If you did not get the new OS, iTunes will work, but even on Windows machines, cannot be upgraded. That's the version you have, period. According to Apple, everything you have bought or ripped will still be there for you in the future. You will just have to import it into Apple Music, Mm. which I think is going to make a lot of people go, Number four, you will be able to burn a new CD into your Apple Music if indeed you have a USB plug-in CD player because Macintosh does not put CDs into their laptops anymore. Number five, Apple claims the entire sync thing with your phone and iTunes is over. That's the one thing about iTunes. I wanted to, if I could have strangled an app, uh-huh. I would have done that to iTunes multiple times. Okay, tell I, me why. I, I've put seven songs on this. Now, please, sync up with my phone. Yeah. I don't recognize your phone. You recognized it two hours ago. I don't recognize it now. You might want to restart me. Mm. No, I don't. still don't recognize your phone. And just throw it out the window. It's grr. They say what you do now is simply, I love when the word simply is in front of something. Yeah. No. You simply drag and drop playlists from Apple Music onto your phone, and it then just copies it. Uh. I know. I feel the same way. Apple Music will cost you 10 bucks a month, but Apple states that if you do not pay the money, if you do not opt in, all the music you already had on your iTunes mm-hmm. will still be there. But the fact remains, you're, you're dead. That's it. You have to find a CD and burn it in because you can't go buy more on iTunes. Yeah. Okay. So it ends in 1970, right, with your collection? There, with my collection, yeah. There is no word on how Apple Podcasts will factor in. iTunes will apparently explode itself into three items. There will be streaming through Apple Music. That's one. Apple TV will be number two. And podcasting will be number three. However, Apple does state that you can connect them all through the Finder in the new OS. But if you don't buy the new OS, you can't do that. Oh, no. (laughs) And finally, Windows users will see no change in the upgrade because it's just for Mac. 
and also you will still be able to use your iTunes. However, you cannot upgrade the app and after a while, you will not be able to purchase new music. Right, right. They're <sighs> going to fade over how many years? I don't know. As quickly as they darn well please. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. I think Catalina, the new OS, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think the next one's going to be called Capri. And the next one after that is going to be called Pretty Beach, something like that. So that's what it is. That's what's happening. iTunes is dead. That's what Apple says is going to happen. We'll see. So let's go forward with this. We'll play yes. some more music. Okay. Let's go forward and we'll see what this means for the average consumer. All right. Taking a look at the 2019 rock chart from iTunes, Five Finger Death Punch. They redid Blue on Black. And it sounds like this on Rock School. A night falls and I'm alone. Skin, yet you. By the way, if you do a real quick search onto music journalism, you're going to find that the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch came out <laughs> stating, this is the dumbest band name ever, and we're stuck oh, with really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he's not as happy with it as you'd think he would be. Here's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I am of the opinion that iTunes, and I know what people are going to say, no, it started dying when they bloated it out with all the additional stuff and they tried to cram podcasts and they tried to cram TV into it and all that. Just too much. Yeah. Are you familiar with the term convergence and what convergence means? I am familiar with it. Now, it used to be that you had to have a music player, you had to have a mm -hmm. camera, you had to have a TV. Well, those right. strings, those three, you had to have a calculator. Mm -hmm. Those four things now exist in your telephone. In one thing. They yep. have converged to one thing. It was believed when convergence really was starting to become a thing that it would all be your television inside your house. Right. And a lot of people believed that a wall in your house would simply be your television and you'd talk to it. The idea that a phone became it was so off the chart for people. They didn't see that coming, huh? No, where I think that this all started to go bad, where I think iTunes began to just sort of roll off the cliff, uh -huh. is when they got rid of the iPod. When they really? Right, when they decided, and know what people are gonna say, Joe, there's still an iPod. What, you mean the phone that won't make calls? Yeah, the, if you had an individual thing for your music, it seemed better that way, but when they converged it into your phone, yeah. and they said, put iTunes on your phone, now everything's inside of your phone. Mm -hmm. On my iTunes, my iPod player, I never cared about space because I bought the big honk and one. Oh, we did. Now I'm worried about my phone because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've stopped putting music on it and I'm now using little jump drives in uh -huh. my truck because I'm afraid I'm gonna fill up the phone. Oh. And I don't wanna do that. So it's my opinion when they tried to converge 
too much. That's when it started to go right off the cliff. Okay, why is this happening? Real simple, market forces. It says here owning music is essentially over. Maybe 10 to 12% of the market, people who like vinyl, people who just simply like cassettes, people who like CDs. Other than that, the remainder of the market, anywhere from 88 to 90% of the market, yeah. don't pay for music. They don't own music. What you do is you buy access to the music so you can stream it. Now, it's as if you own them, but the fact still remains, nobody buys anymore. So iTunes really doesn't have a place in the market, okay? It depends if, 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 if when you think this thing came alive, whether it's 16 or whether it's 18. It was released, pardon me, announced in 2001. It was released in 2003. So it's up to you how old you think this is. So it's either right. dying on its sweet 16 yeah, yeah, or yeah. it's dying when it becomes legal. And Ooh. the wonderful thing about it is it says here that iTunes saved music right out of the gate mm -hmm. because it came when Napster needed to be taken away. Exactly. And that's where we're going to go that's from here. That's the truth. We're going to talk truth. about that. We're going to talk about what it did to music. And then you can make the decision. Was it a great thing mm -hmm. or did it hurt music? Oh. All right. We got to play something else. Glorious Sons, Sawed Off Shotgun. That was on the iTunes 2019 Rock Chart. Here you go. Rock School. Mother, I don't want to take my medicine. 24 years in the gutter again. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Everybody's acting like they're all all right. I can barely get myself to sleep at night. Let's talk about Napster versus iTunes. Now, I know the timelines don't add up perfectly, but looking back at it through the lens of history, Napster was this file sharing program and it was flat out illegal. You have to know that. <laughs> I, I did it. Those of you who are out there, no, music should be free. Yeah, be a musician. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to do the simple things. I want to have a family. I want to buy a house. I want to send my kids to school. No, you have to give me your music. Mm. Napster was illegal, flat out. When along comes iTunes, all of a sudden, this idea that was being resisted so hard by the record company started to make sense. Because now, once again, even though it was an MP3 or an M4A, however you want to look at it, right? even though it was the same thing and it was downloading, even though it was virtual, it was, in the eyes of the business, a thing. So it had an intrinsic value, and that value was 99 cents per song. Apple took half, and then they split the rest of it. And they were selling, I believe we're at 35 billion. Oh, with a B? Yeah, with a billion <gasps> downloads for Napster. Oh, my uh, Pardon gosh. me, not Napster, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't iTunes. know if we'll get to 40 or 45, 
But yeah, we're at we're over thirty five wow. billion downloads. So there it was. The money was there. So the record companies got behind it. And furthermore, once again, it was legal. So you could do it in the bright sunshine and it yeah. was perfectly fine. You didn't have to worry about the cops rolling by. Here's another thing. And this is not from me. This came from a website where somebody was writing about it. Mm -hmm. When Napster was out there, because it was digital, because hard drives have unlimited space anymore. Right. You just grabbed everything. You know, to quote a comedian, I don't remember who it was. Look, the entire Emerson, Lake, and Palmer collection. Exactly, I exactly. don't even like them. I only like one song. Right, so you'd grab and grab yeah, and grab. Yeah, take it. And what, what this person said was, that was one of the first things that Napster did that hurt music. You didn't have to make a decision. What do I like? What do I want to hear? It didn't matter. Just grab it all. It's like these people that take 400 selfies. Are you really going to look at those? Never. Or they sit there at their kid's graduation or their kid's performance, and they look at the whole thing through their phone. Are you really going to go back and watch Never. that? Never. It's digital, thus I can have more. I can have more. That's one of the things Napster did, in my opinion, to hurt music. When you went back to iTunes, you had to make a decision. And when you paid 99 cents for it, you had more skin in the game. Gotcha. And you were better to enjoy it plus it actually saved you money right off the bat because if you bought the whole album not mm -hmm. just the song mm -hmm. if you bought the whole album it was only about 10 bucks and the average album back then was 13 dollars. it was a deal and people we loved all it. want a deal that's right adjusting for inflation there had never been a year when nap or pardon me when itunes finally hit there had never been a year where more music had been sold it's not only that it was music it's that it was ridiculous in terms of this new thing let's go do it wow napster was illegal this is legal how let's could go it get be bad music. that's where i'm going no you can't go there it's yeah, not bad we gotta take a break who's listening to us on the rock school show uh, that would be Radio Universidad Salamanca, Spain. That's true. Back in a minute here on Rock School. about how it could go bad and how iTunes could have done bad things to music. Let's start looking at it. Ten years after it was released to the public, the amount of music that was being purchased was cut in half. In 2000, Americans bought 943 million CDs. Digital sales weren't even on the radar. By 2007, those digital sales overtook the CDs by a wide margin. Now, nobody wants the CDs and nobody wants 
the downloads. Ooh. They simply want to buy. So this thing that was created, don't get me wrong, for its time was a great business model, and then right off the cliff. Oh my goodness. Because time moved on without it. Yeah. And which is why they started putting podcasts in there and mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff like that. And it became this bloated thing. Right. But it goes on. The concern they had, and, and this is really, you can also lay this at the feet of Napster, but not as much because it really was iTunes that allowed song to song to song downloading. And this one person wrote that musicians understood that no longer was the album the thing. Mm-hmm. It was the single. So the idea of writing music changed. You didn't write an album. You wrote a single and then you hopefully wrote another single 45 minutes of music was way too much to ask of a person to sit and listen now don't get me wrong there were bands that continued putting out albums and there were bands that tried to buck this but the idea of itunes changed the the landscape of how music is is written furthermore all of a sudden national distribution was free with itunes You could put your song up on iTunes and anyone could grab it anywhere in the United States. It used to be a company would do that for you, but not anymore. Now it's completely national. So Joe and Tammy Burns in Hammond, Louisiana, and and we have done this, Mm -hmm. can upload their album and somebody in Nairobi can purchase it. That's a great thing, isn't it? No. No, it's not. Let's play a song and I'll tell you why it's not. When I was looking at this 2019 iTunes rock chart, mm-hmm. I, I decided to get away from the ones up top. Let's see what's down at the what's bottom. What's at the bottom? What's in the sticks, man? There's a song by Rich Krueger called Kenny's. It's always Christmas at this bar. <laughs> and it's great. And I'm going to play it here on Rock School. It's always Christmas in this bar. And it's always St. Pat's and also Halloween. Nothing here ever thrown away. Your real art always has its say Kenny hangs a brand new work Just about every 30 days Look around, it's the 4th of July It's always Christmas in this bar At the bar regular Proves once more he's just a xenophobic jerk The piano is always out of tune But just the keys that work The sound man drinks the night away this mix might lead you to say That you have entered hell But on hell's most festive holiday Oh, and it ain't only the piano That's been drinking I'll tip my hat to Kenny That is if I can only find my hat And there's a ring gold built of stars That hovers proudly over the bar And someone's playing ball. Tell me, Harold, have you seen people juggle people with their feet? And Picasso and George Bird shall hold court over Kenny's lovely bar. And it's my turn to play guitar. It's always Christmas in this bar. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. We're talking about iTunes today and the fact that it's done. I'm sorry, everybody wear a black suit. We're going to take a look at 10 o'clock in the morning and then there'll be sort of a bring your own supper get together at my house afterwards. But iTunes 
is dead. Is it a funeral or a party? Come on now. I think it's going to be a party because that's what I want when I die. I I want a band. I want them to play bad versions of Van Halen songs and I want people to giggle at it and then go away feeling good. (laughs) I'm Joe Burns. You are? I'm Tammy Burns. All right, let's do seven days and 70 seconds. We'll go on talking about uh, iTunes here in just one minute. These are the rock and roll dates, August 19th all the way through August 25. You got Monday. Go. August 19th, 1968, the last Monkey's TV show airs. August 20, 2018, The Eagles' Greatest Hits is named the highest-selling album ever with 38 million in sales, but it will be beaten after Michael Jackson dies. August 21st, 1993, John Denver is arrested for drunk driving and given 28 hours of community service. He would be arrested for the same crime exactly one year later. That's true. August 22, 1969, The Beatles posed together for their final picture as part of the photo shoot for Let It Be. August 23rd, 1978, Steve Martin gets a gold record for King Tut. Got a condo made of Stona. Uh, August 24th, 1981, Mark David Chapman is sentenced to 20 years in prison. And then August 25th, 1994, Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley officially divorce. Okay, so national distribution is now within everybody's grasp. Mm -hmm. Anybody who writes a song can put it up on. And and I know what people are going to say. You could do that already on YouTube. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which has led to the real problem. It's known as the glut. The glut. Good luck in finding anything on it. Exactly that. How do you find anything on it? Good question, because nobody's finding us. It seems that the glut, mm-hmm. the anybody who can create a song can post it, that glut has overwhelmed users. There was access to seemingly unlimited music on paper, fantastic idea, in reality terrible, because you really don't know what to go for. And I think it was about seven shows ago, we talked about can you listen to a song the rest of your life? And part of the research was that you may own 5,000 songs. Right. But the highest number you're going to listen to, Uh I think they said was 179. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Record companies used to vet bands. You'd go out, you'd play the clubs, and hopefully the people would come and see you. And if you weren't good enough, they would tell you, no, I'm sorry, you're a great bar band. Right. Make a living playing brown-eyed girl for the rest of your life. You know, play weddings and be happy. But you're not going to get recorded. Right. Uh, I don't remember who the musician was, but he made the statement that only two out of every 100 bands mm-hmm. are worth recording. And most of them are going to fail. So now instead God, of 100 that's bands. That's a sad song. Right. Instead of 100 mm-hmm. bands, you've got 10,000 bands, which means only about 10 of them are worth recording and half of them are going to fail. But you don't have 10,000. You have 10 million. Good night. You simply don't. Really? Yeah, you simply don't have enough time in your life. You don't to have do a it. chance. An editor was going to do the real work that you couldn't do. You know, every single thought process is available to you. And I, I so often hear people make these statements about the internet. You know, I, I, I can find the truth. I know where the truth is. Where is it? NBC won't tell you. ABC and N won't tell you. I'm going to go it? to you know Trump stinks or Joe Biden's a loser. And they tell me the truth. Uh Do they tell you the truth or do they tell you what you want to hear? Well, what you want to hear. And then you wonder why there's the rise of Fox News and the rise of MSNBC. (laughs) Hmm? We've taken taken the editor Mm -hmm. out of our lives. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. Some some students will say to me, I haven't read a newspaper or watched a news program in forever. It's in my phone. 
Mm-hmm. And I say to them, you've taken the editor out of your life. Right. You can't just look at the stuff you want to see. You've got to see the other stuff to be rounded and know what's going on. Enough lecture. Let's play a song once again from the iTunes 2019 rock chart. High Steppin' by the Everett Brothers. Here you go on Rock School. Making time and losing grip Driving circles in the canyons of my mind Now my wheels Overnighting on a desert strip Making time and losing grip Driving circles in the canyons of my mind Coming into the second break, let me give you a few other things uh, that happened in music due to iTunes. And okay. a lot of these as well, I think you can lay at the feet of Napster as much as iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's just that iTunes was the monster. And it had to be. It was legal. It was good that people went to it. Because if you remember during the Napster days, the MCA and RCA and uh, you know Atlantic... We're trying to sue people yes. to make other people scared. There was, I think it was in Minnesota, they yeah. sued a woman for some absurd amount of money, like $3 million. Right. And she had downloaded six songs. It was pathetic. It was, they were attempting to, you know, hey, you see what we did to I her? Know. We'll do it to you. That's what they were trying to do. Is well, they scared fear. me. Not me. I just kept going. What scared me more was, was virus wire or lime wire. You know Couple what scared you more? What's that? The Russians. The Russians. That's true. They're meddling in my music. <laughs> album art died. It used to be you'd get an album and it had all these pretty pictures. It was even that way with a CD because mm, the yes. CD might have a booklet that yeah, opened up love and all that. that. Uh huh. If you're just downloading it digitally, it really has no form. Right. It's ones and zeros. And I get it. A little picture would come along with it. I've always wondered why they didn't create album art. And then if you bought the album, they gave you the album mm-hmm. art. I always wondered that. I always wondered why also if you purchased an album, because it's, it's unlimited now. Yeah. So if people want to have unlimited, why not give them unlimited? Record yourself in concert. So when you when you download the album, we'll give you a free concert. Yeah. Um, when you download an album or two, you know how when you get a, a DVD, you can sit there and listen to the director's commentary? Yeah, bring, absolutely. Bring the band in and let them do that. Do so it. You, you play the two over top of each other, mm-hmm. and the guitarist tells you what he did, and the singer, you know, they or you have discussion before and after the song. Yeah. I think that would make sense, but album art dies, and it also brought along and. It's going to sound weird that I say this. The Pirates. Was it Napster, the Pirates? Yeah, that was the Wild West. But here's the thing. If a song is 99 cents and you download it, now it's digital. It can be copied millions of times. There is a uh, a mass mail on my college campus mm-hmm. that goes to some absurd number of people, like 3,500 people, all faculty, all staff, all these people who are alumni and such. goes to 3,500 people. yeah. If I take a song and I send it out to all those people, right. I have just copied it 3,500 times in the, in the space it took me to 
write an email. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Who's listening to us here on this Rock School radio show? Oh, KCMJ, Colorado Springs, Colorado. There you go. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, let me give you a couple of other things that people said about iTunes. You were going on and on during the break about Mm -hmm. how you used to love album art. I loved it. Dan, it seems to be gone now. Acceptance of lower quality music. A digital copy is equal to the original, right? No, not even a question. What you would get is a copy of the master. Mm -hmm. That would be then turned into a WAV file or a CDA file. Right. It would then be changed over to MP3 or today FLAC something like that, or they change it to FLAC and then they change it to MP3 from FLAC. In my audio classes, I play people the compact disc, Yep. then I play them the wave, then I play them the MP3. Yep, what do they think? I can't hear the difference. Yes, you can. Can they? When they are there, they're like, it's dull. Oh. The CD, remember the CD is still one generation away. Gotcha. And then they listen to the MP3 and that's what I hear all the time. It doesn't have the same punch yeah it doesn't you you began to become accepting of this format that dull is okay was one eleventh the size of what the audio should have been yeah yeah so they hear it itunes was an equalizer now bad music was equal to good see yeah now question Mm -hmm. did itunes not do anything that was good well yeah they did it was itunes that created the idea of the playlist we had mixtapes now you can do a playlist Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until spotify and pandora that you could actually share that playlist but the playlist was at least but you're just sharing a bouncing bad sounding playlist right you're right it saved us from file sharing Uh music companies probably would have given up they weren't just going to lose money. Yeah. And furthermore, it made music valuable again, if even for a short time. Today, music really doesn't have an intrinsic value. And How can s- that change, dude? I don't know. Uh, you know, you'll make your money touring. No, you really won't. It's, it's going to get more and more and more difficult to make a living in the music industry. From the iTunes 2019 rock chart, Dave Matthews Band come together here on Rock School. Sparkling curses as he spoke It's all going to hell and the whole world is broken The little kid is busy making plans Save the whole world along with that old man So as far as I can see 
show I made the statement that iTunes has defeated 35 billion, yes billion with a B, downloaded songs, but we're still waiting for 40 and now that it's dying we're probably not going to get there. So it's going to top 35, maybe it's higher than 35 now, but the fact remains we know for a fact 35 billion have been sold. For the sake of argument, July 11th, 2004, I went and looked this up real quick, Uh July 11th, 2004, the 100 millionth song sold. Kevin Britton of Hayes, Kansas. <laughs> he got the song. Oh. He uh, received a call from Steve Jobs congratulating him. Really? 200 million songs sold. December 16, 2004. Ryan Ackleman of Belchertown, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan, come on down. Pick up the keys to your Buick. Uh, he downloaded the U2 box set. So one of those was the 200 billionth. 500 billion songs oh pardon me this is 500 million the first one was 100 million the second was 200 million this is 500 million we're at a half a billion amy greer of lafayette indiana purchased mississippi girl by faith hill and received a call nice there you go the billionth here we are Uh the billionth song sold february 23rd 2006 alec ostrovsky of west bloomfield michigan purchased speed of sound by coldplay you know, I'd have just let that quietly go away. That's what I'd have done. Uh, he, again, got a call from Steve Jobs, got 10 iPods, an iMac, $10,000 music gift oh, certificate. wow. And a scholarship was established in his name at the Juilliard School. Okay. <gasps> Woohoo. 10 billion, 10 billion songs no, sold. No, Louis Sulser of Woodstock, Georgia, downloaded I Guess Things Happen That Way. By Johnny Cash. See, there's the right song. That's it. That's what you should have done. He was 71 years old. Aww. He also received a call from Steve Jobs, $10,000 iTunes gift card. I do not have who did the 20th, 30th, or the 35th billion That gift card could have been turned into real money. Yeah, that is one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. with me. <laughs> this is a tw- get the cash. This is Steve a Jobs. Twenty cents off of Crest coupon. Uh-huh. Can can I get that kicked back in two dimes yeah. by any chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. iTunes is dead. Dead, dead, dead. D E D. Dead. Dead from the neck up. Dead from the neck down. That's <laughs> it. And we're we're going to streaming. What's interesting is when Napster was out, we're like, it, it can't get any better than this. Okay, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then it did. Yeah. It, we, it can't change from iTunes. This is great. And then it did. And right now, my students mm-hmm. and me are going, streaming, it can't get any better than this. This is what it is. It will. It will? I just don't know what it is. Time, is, that a, is that a Joe Burns promise? Time marches on. Yes, it's a JBP. Oh. A Joe Burns promise. 
So that wraps it up. Uh, once again, from the iTunes 2019 Rock Chart, Last Day Under the Sun by Volbeat. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. <laughs>